This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Well, if you feel like shouting, you can shout. Alright. <laughs> the king is in the house. Blessed be the name of the Lord. By the grace of God on Thursday, 11 30 in the night, we'll be doing crossover service into the second half of the year. It's freely online on Facebook and Instagram. It's not a physical meeting, so you don't need to come here. Just in your house. But get every member of your household to watch and don't sleep off. In just 45 minutes, we will start 11.30 with prayer and worship. And then by 12, we'll begin to speak into the second half of the year. The Bible says better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Yes. Hallelujah. We have seen strange comebacks, if you understand football. And this is life. Second half will be greater than first half. Thursday night, 11.30. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> Let's read the scripture we started with. Um, which one do we start with? Should we read Luke 18.1 first or we read 1 Timothy 2.8? Let's start with 1 Timothy 2.8. The Bible says, I will that men pray. Let's see. Please project. And No, no, no. Let's start from... Okay, we start from here. And he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought how many times? Always. The Bible didn't talk about women. Maybe they should be at the kitchen cooking. The Bible said that men, of course, this is a generic time for both men and women. But in the wisdom of God, God believes that if you if you are, if you get the men, you have gotten the woman. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. Now, two things. Always. They ought always. Now, 1 Timothy 2, 8. The Bible says that, I will therefore that men pray everywhere. Lifting up holy hands. Again, women are not included. So, it's unscriptural for women to pray. So that's a joke. Please, don't. Someone should not write on Facebook. I'm just... Well, that's it. Anyway, are you with me? I'm just, are you with me? Men ought always to pray. And the Bible says, so men should pray every time and everywhere. The first part says men ought to pray always. Many men should pray every time. The second one says that men should lift up only hands everywhere. Have your seat. Thank you. God bless you. So men should pray when they're on the road. When should men should pray when they're in their bedroom? They should pray when they are showering. They should pray when they have money. They should pray when they do have money. Men ought always to pray. And then men should pray everywhere. So we started with that. And we are talking, and the Bible says, of course, in Ephesians 6, 18, the Bible says, praying always with all types of prayer. So men are not only supposed to pray, they are supposed to pray with all types of prayer. 
At times they are giving thanks to God. At times they are abiding. At times they are praying in the spirit. Praying always with all prayer. And then I said, because the word is a wicked word. It's a dark word. So, I said first step is that the most important, I said I will show you about three or four things that you should know about praying or four reasons. Why you should pray regularly. And that the first one which people don't pay attention to is that prayer strengthens. And we read a couple of scriptures first time, but I will just go to one again. I don't know whether we read this first time. Ephesians uh, chapter 3 verse 15. Men ought always to pray. Prayer strengthens. They that wait upon us shall renew their strength. We are talking about su supernatural strength. Spiritual strength that enables you to stand against the tide, the evil tide of your generation. Spiritual strength to say no to temptation. Spiritual strength not to get tired in battles of life. There will not be a time when arrows are not flying at you. Spiritual strength never to get discouraged. And we read in Daniel 7.25. The Bible talks about the dragon that he shall wear out the saints of the most high. And I see a lot of Christians being, people are worn out, people are wearing and tearing every day. So there are people that Satan will destroy. There are people that Satan will kill. But there are people that Satan will wear out. Bible says, I saw the same beast making war with the saints. Wearing them up. And how many people are weary right now? You hear people say, I'm tired. Some are even tired of saying they are part of prayer meeting for some. You have to say, I'm just tired of this whole thing. Something is missing somewhere. Because some never get tired. We will run and not grow weary. We will walk and we not faith. There is an anointing from the place of prayer that enables you to stand regardless of what is coming against you. Even to wait. We read that part. The Bible talks about uh, to be strengthened unto all long suffering and patience. Some have waited for 40 years to get something from God and they never... Oh, I remember when Yongicho was believing God for just a bicycle. He never gave up on his confession for a bicycle. I think for more than a year or two, a bicycle. When you see people who are trusting God for something and they seem not to declare in their... See, there's this joy on them in spite of what they are believing God for. Even through the moment of their waiting, it is because there is a supernatural strength. This is what prayer should do for you. Prayer goes beyond asking God, give me car, give me house, kill my enemy and do it. And that is what people know about prayer. No wonder with all the answers, they still behave like sons of Satan. They hate. They backbite. They attack. And this is going on in churches. Because what prayer should start with? Inner strength. Hallelujah. Paul talked about, he said that you'll be strengthened with might in your inner man. I'm going to read Colossians 1. Let's start from verse 9. And then we'll read Philippians 1, 9 also. Colossians 1, 9. Just see what the Bible says. For this cause, since the day we had, we did not, we did not, do not cease to pray for you. And desire that you'll be filled with the knowledge of his will. Okay, I'm going to say this later. In all wisdom, spiritual understanding, verse 9, verse 10. That you may walk worthy of the Lord. Verse 11. We'll come back to the strengthen with all might. Strengthen with all might. According to his glorious power, unto all patient long suffering with joy. Even when it appears as if you are suffering, your joy is not diminishing because there is a supernatural strength. And I started with this, you know, there are things that I just have to repeat because 
of two services. How many people come for prayer meeting? You know, some Christians, I believe one day they will finally convince God. Only that day will never happen. Or now God should change and answer their prayer. God has laid down paths to follow. I cannot run from here to Yaba. I can't jump from here to Yaba. I don't have that capacity. But some of you can. And I gave an example of uh, Toby. Mami, Toby plays ball very well. I know a couple of footballers in this church. They can play set for three hours. When I used to play football actively, we will start four o'clock, seven thirty. We still be until light. Everywhere we get dark, and they go and come and chase us away. But if I play for twenty minutes, then I will start panting. I don't have that capacity to play that long again. But those who play regularly, there is a weight that those who play regularly can carry. No matter what the enemy puts on them, or the responsibility God puts on them to shoulder. They never complain. They never grow with because there is a stamina that comes from praying regularly. Those bowlers can play 90 minutes because they practice regularly. Men ought always to pray. Ah. Within my few years of being pastor, you sit back and you watch. You know, you see a lot and you just have to pray for it. But one of the rules of being a pastor, you must love people unconditionally. And two people will approach me in this church. It has happened here. And I, I, please, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. I am generalizing. Please, I am. In the last 10 years, I've seen all sorts. So I'm not about any individual. I'm taking an example from the chronicles of what happened in the last 10 years. And people walk up to you. Look at the guy. He doesn't like prayer. He doesn't like the woman. And one year after them, even though they are members of each other, they are breaking each other's head. From the time they are dating, you can. Don't you know that there is a spiritual requirement to make a home stand? You think marriage is sex and home is a joke? And three weeks after having sex repeatedly, you are tired. And more, more issues are rising. There's no wisdom to handle in law. There's no, no, no strength, no spiritual strength. You are not patient. Your greed comes out, agree comes out, and you want to kill one another. And check it very well. Parents, divorce. Grandparents, divorce. Even though you are in a Pentecostal church, you are about to also. And the two of you are not seeing an enemy that wants to take you the way of your parent. You are seeing problem with the other person. Something is wrong. Patient. Actually, this might be the reason why God doesn't allow, he's not the one holding it back, but it could have helped some people to be as, the isolation to be very fast. Because wealth has weights. If you do have spiritual stamina to control wealth, you will do evil with the wealth. Yeah. So four of you live in a room and you cook together, four guys. Well, it might be difficult to commit adultery then. What about when you can go to um, England in the morning and go to Spain in the night and then you can stay in any five-star hotel and you have billions and nobody can and then you, had, and then you have 50 beautiful ladies working under you in your office and everything. Who are you then and what do you do? This is why God is interested in that strength being built in people. Yeah. People are called upon the name of God that we are Christian. They go into politics where it came and they deny. They did more terrible things than unbelievers were they. That's at times I'm a bit, I pray a lot. When they be said this one is a Christian and it's for political office, I begin to pray. Because some of them who have done that before have done more terrible things than non-Christian there. Because they go to a place where there is a water you jump into to carry you. Except you are a meta. This is why it takes God time. So when we say, you know, 
I said, if you live very far and you can't be in prayer meeting on Monday, on Saturday, sit on your bed, get up, join online. But if you live anywhere from 30 minutes and it is later, you are there's nothing the only thing we do about that one. Jesus did not wear this shirt for me in the morning, and I don't think he wore yours for you also. He has enabled us to wear. God will not do for you what he has given you capacity to do for yourself. We need to learn to get up and pray. Jesus woke up a great while before the day, and there is personal prayer meeting, there is corporate prayer meeting. Now, I'm about to show, so part one, I talked about strength. I will stop here, and I just want to go to second one. Second reason why we pray. Why we should pray. Prayer abort the plans of Satan. Acts chapter 12. So the Bible says, and it's always planning. So the more you pray, and the more you are surrounded by people praying, blessed are those who are, who are praying more. Always sit for two hours on your case and pray for you. See, the more, like I, I told you for service, these things are like weed. If you don't weed regularly, it will grow again. The word is a falling word, an evil word, a demonic word. Now, this way, don't say, lest we scare people, but I, Abele said something that got me to start telling some uh, leaders some things. People have walked now. People are, you know, normally I, I fight people, shake people everywhere. But a few times I've received instruction from those who I don't shake that person. Do you think everybody that is coming to church is the one coming to do? You don't understand what is going on. At the former venue, a woman was coming to plant mates in different parts of the church when nobody was around. You don't understand the world we live in. I remember one pastor that died of brain tumor. He said it was the office. The whole place was just filled with the prayers of demons. And then the next day, developed bridge. You don't understand what. We began to pray, and the Lord showed him where I met her. The guy said, If you come back here. And then she left. I told her she was ready to escort her out. So that was the former venue. She left. But I think they gave her a certain number of days where she must put that maze and she must complete the cycle. She passed it to another woman. I was in tongues in the office, and I was just alerted in the spirit. I just came out and I saw this other one coming. And I said, Come. Why are you here? I, you know I don't do that I'm on the gentle side and she began to shake I said eh, eh, I'm not part of it too. and they checked her she had the same mace and they walked her out again I said if you come back here again I will just hand you over to God the Bible said the word sincerely speaking there are my people who are not rising because they are lazy no doubt about that people who are ignorant they will not study they will not rise that's part of laziness but sincerely some people it's like there's a barricade around them and it's been like that for no matter. I have seen people, they are well learned in their family. They just rise above certain level. And this is the sad part. Call for prayer meeting in any church. Those who are doing well spiritually are the ones who will still come. Those who really need it, they will not come. Almost every couple who have come to meet me, breaking each other's head in the house, the first thing I check is that they are hardly in prayer meeting on Saturday. They don't come. It's not in the agenda. But when they want to kill each other, they will call and come and sit down for three hours before they can see the pastor. It's sad. Because a lot of people don't know what is important to them. Me, concerts, I would rather attend prayer meeting than concert. What will concert do for me? The largest worship concert in Nigeria that you all know, even though I know the people behind it, I have not attended once. I honor them, I watch and I love it. It's wonderful. It's a blessing to the body. What God is in the man of God to do to bless the body. But I'm just saying that you see multitude in that kind of meeting. When is everybody should pray, they go home. Which one is more important? 
You need that spiritual strength. Jesus, the Son of God, even Jesus, in his days on the earth, he prayed. He understood that he could not function. So now there are plans of Satan. So in that chapter 12, they arrested Peter. The Bible said that Herod arrested James and beheaded him. Nobody prayed. The plan came to pass. When we start talking about intercession and praying over the nation, I'm going to tell you how God can will something and it might not come to pass over a nation. And there are too many examples in the Bible. It will destroy theology or something. People don't think that when somebody prays, God said this is what I'm doing. People must pray. And over your life, no matter what anybody has said, you must pray. Are you getting what I'm saying? So they were looking at, I cannot kill James. Ah, James, James, I cannot kill James. He cannot kill James. That was James' the disciple. Until Herod chopped up his head. Then he arrested Peter. But the Bible said that constant prayer. Hi-ya. He killed James, the brother of John, with sword. Look at verse 3. Then he went to, and he saw that, and Satan doesn't stop. He saw that he pleased the Jews. Then he went for Peter. He proceeded further to take Peter also. Verse 4. He delivered him so he had to keep him. He wanted to bring him out after Easter. Verse 5. Peter was kept in this in the prison. But, ah, yeah. hey, may you belong to this group. The Bible says, but prayer was made without ceasing. Do you know the book of Esther? Esther chapter 4. Esther said, gather everybody and let them fast and pray. A man was planning evil towards that was how satanic plans are aborted in the place of prayer. That's the second thing. Oh God. And how often does he plan against you? Present and future plan. Jesus looked at Peter. Luke 22, 31. Simon, Simon. <laughs> Satan desired to have you. That he might sift you like with. I have prayed for you. If Jesus didn't pray, that was what happened to Judas. Nobody prayed for Judas. Peter too denied the Lord, but Peter made it back. I have discovered there is a scripture I will go there that be sincere without offense. When people wander away from, I am not asking believers to go and make mistakes, but I'm saying that provisions are for our mistakes in Christ. Part of redemption is to bring you back to the path where you are wrong. The anointing, the spirit of God, it works like GPS. When you miss the road, it will route from where you are and bring you back to where you are going to. But this is the problem. If the GPS all of a sudden you miss the road and data finishes. That GPS is the spirit of God. That data is prayer. Are you getting what I'm saying? It has happened to me before that data finished. So we're left to be winding down, be asking people that, sorry, where is the road to? And they will, and they will direct you. You know, and people, as, as educated as this city is, they live in fear. Of course, they should, if you don't have Christ in you, because of rituals and things going on. One day at the front of the city, I wanted to stop by in the night just to ask for a road. As I stopped by like this and I wonder, they all ran away. All the people waiting for cars. And then we go to the second. I just say, excuse me. One of them was saying, blood of Jesus. Blood. <laughs> I said, wake up. I'm not. What's, what, what's your problem? They've heard stories of kidnapping. And this one and that one. So, 
And I was in my, I was my friend, and it was SUV, a Jeep. So they are, they have calculated that, uh, no, 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 be me, you will use. I'm like, who is using you? Even what is the value of using you? <laughs> are you are you with me this is wonderful without gps we have to go to that without ether prayer hallelujah the third one is that it helps you to align with god's plan and purposes for your life and that's very important Acts chapter 13 the bible said there were certain prophets and teachers in antioch I mentioned their name. And I would say, as they pray, God says, separate unto me. Paul and Barnabas' ministry, they were confirmed when they were praying with other Christians. Paul had a remarkable encounter with Jesus, but that did not stop him from going for prayer meeting. If Paul was not there that day, what would have happened? The one that Jesus appeared to physically. Paul was at the prayer meeting, he joined them. And it was that prayer meeting that his ministry was spelled out clearly to him. Separate on me, Paul and Barnabas. Now, there is that scripture that we started reading in Colossians 1. Let's go back there again. I'll show you something in verse 9. Colossians 1 9. For this cause, I cease not to pray for desire that you be filled with the knowledge of his will. Prayer allows you to be filled with the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and, spirit, and spiritual understanding, there is God's will for your life part time. As you pray and you are in a place of prayer, somehow supernaturally you are being controlled. God doesn't control, but let's use that word. We are being controlled to align with his plan for your life. You are taking decisions that are consistent with God's plan for your life. Sometimes the Holy Spirit is not speaking. It's not a power. It doesn't talk every now and then. But by the time you are going to take a decision, Canada or UK or Nigeria, it's just going to end up in you following what is God's will. Because there is a wave of prayer you have generated in a sufficient measure. And they guide you. You know, the spirit of God will not tell some people that their relationship will have, it will lead to a, 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 a very serious problem in marriage. It will just as you pray. Things are built up all around you that things will happen that will separate the two of you. Yes. He can travel and say it's not doing again. And just instead of you to feel too bad, there is a stamina to just, okay, that's what he wants. Because, check very well. David killed Goliath. God didn't say anything. There was no vision proud to encounter with Goliath. Oh, many times you won't see vision and dreams. But if a man of prayer, you are guaranteed that there is an invisible hand that guides you. That guides you. Hallelujah. There is going to be robbery attack somewhere down there. Your battery suddenly develops faults. And when the attack is gone, you start it again and the car is working. And you are wondering what is going on. Somebody is coming to say something that can affect your own. And they can't just get to your house. You are feeling sorry for the person that the car broke down the way, rain beating well. But it is God working. And he won't even explain to you. He knows you are love being. So you are not saying, should I come and meet you on the road? But by the time everything is true, he can't come to the house again because he should not come. These are the ways of people who are generating so much in the place of prayer. Divine plan. Knowledge of his will. Knowledge of his will. Hallelujah. Give me Philippians 1.9. I want to read something from there. Are people getting me this morning? Yes, 
I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in all knowledge and in all judgment. That word judgment is also the word for decision. Judgments. Judgments. Ah, should our child go to this school or this school? Should our child go to boarding house? Judgments. Judgments. When the force of prayer is so much around you, you will always judge matters rightly. You know, I told them for service. Anna, the woman that prayed for Jesus, when Jesus was brought as a baby to the temple, her husband died a few months after they got married. She was a, almost 90 or so by the time Jesus was brought to the temple. For over 70 years, she lived as a single woman and she was never sad, but she was in the temple praying. That takes a lot of spiritual energy. When we talk about miracle, we're talking about blessing. We do also talk about this kind of thing. Spiritual energy. What about Zachariah and his wife? And Zachariah never missed duty one. There was nothing there. I woke up in the morning and started feeling depressed. Ah, oh God. Then John came. Um, 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 are, you, are you following me? Praise the Lord. There are things that God will stop some negative from happening to you. Some is as if they will not be stopped, but they will happen and they won't they won't mean anything. It will not affect you. The kind of reaction Satan thinks will come from me is not what it will come. That won't paralyze Satan more. When David's son died and he was in the temple to worship, Satan would have punished the demon that killed the boy. So now what do you do now? You understand? Because we did not, it's like we didn't achieve anything at the end of the day. Because when Satan attacks, he wants to take your joy. Many times. Turn you against God, get you into offense and anger. Why is this happening to me? Once he can't get you to say that statement, all his arrow shots are just, he's wasting his arrow. He could have used them on someone else who will complain and hate God after being hit. But after hitting you for years, you are still like that. There's nothing. So, because every attack has a purpose attached to it. He said, Job, if I touch him now, Lord, he will curse you. There is a, it was not about attacking Job. He needed Job. He was too sure that after attacking Job, Job will say some things. But Job did not. Satan flees from people like that at the end of the day. Because you just wasted your time on the person. You are attacking for a purpose. The attack came, but the purpose was never fulfilled. Are you getting what I'm saying? It helps you to be consistent with God's plan. Let's read on. Give me, leave me that uh, uh, Philippians 1, 9. That you may approve things that are excellent. Not all things are excellent. Not all people around you are excellent. There is a judgment that enables you to approve things that are excellent. Mates are brought in. No, this one should stay. This one should not stay with us. Approve things that are excellent. This is where some get major breakthrough in life and some don't. David was running away from Absalom, his son, who had taken over the, the, the palace. And people were following David to Exodus, the town, to leave the town. And Ushai was coming. And David told Ushai that, Ah, you, no. Go back. Your work is not to follow me, it's to go back to the palace. And as usual, Ushai was getting to the palace. Ahitophel was just giving David counsel on how to capture Absalom, which would have worked perfectly. And Ushai came in. And Solomon said, Ushai, you are not following your friends out of, out of town? He said, no, me, me. I'm a, I don't want to say I'm in Niger. I don't want to say, me, now where? 
uh, in the apple that I fit into. It's okay. Aitofel just said that we should carry soldier and that your father will be tired somewhere. We, if we go now, we get him there. Remember, he was there. He saw, he saw that that plan was right. Then he changed. He said, ah, no, no, your father is smarter than that. He will not lodge with other soldiers. He will be inside forest. He said, if your men go there now, there is a clash. Soldiers will die. Soldiers will die here. They can begin to say that the men of Absalom have been defeated and your soldiers will grow weak. Ah, huh? Absalom said that your brain did there. And they were just lying to him. And that was how God saved David. But you know what? If Ushai had gone with David, who would have represented him at that palace? There are people, they only make sense in your life when you are far from them. There are people that you have to be close to. Spiritual judgments in the place of prayer. I am, I'm, I'm going, let me end this way here. I'll continue next week. Listen to me very well. You must not have just one root. I remember in my second school, we used to do farming. They would take us to forest to farm. They would give you land. You cut it and then you make ridges and then you plant. You can, might be unfortunate at times that on the ridge they will give you, there might be a tree there. Some of this tree will grow. That means you have to cut the tree or prune the tree before you can make a ridge and plant something. The most difficult trees to uproot are the ones with many roots. There are many Christians listening to me. Only one Sunday roots. Zoom. That's the only root. Some have a group of five they are praying with. And I'm not talking about people going to join prayer online. Like many people. You know, some people they are in one church, but they are in five other prayer in different places. When they threaten Paul, when they threaten Peter, they went to their own company, not another company. Bless God for what God is doing to other people. But they went to their own company. Went to their own company. So I spoke to a dear friend one time like that. And the person said, you know, I don't know, I don't have, I'm so broke. And I said, why are you broke? And then you, you were part, and then we ended up talking, and I told her that she was part of five prayer meetings online. And after all the five she would give, I said that God didn't plan Christianity that way. You should be with your brethren praying. The people that can pray best with you are the people around you. God has been able to do prayer online, no doubt about that. But by the time a Christian is part of three, four, five, six, seven, and you know, one of the things that bothers me about it, some people don't ask questions. The Bible says you should examine yourself. So after six months of being part of all prayer, if you are, you should be able to tell yourself not. And if you take a medicine and it's not working, you will know now. Many Christians have not taken time to sit down to find out the patterns of God. One day I was gisting with uh, Apostle Man, he just said that Pastor is as if. Believers are not interested in knowing exactly how God operates. They think that they can convince him to operate the way they think he should operate. There is an angel over every assembly. Don't you think they ask a question when they see you on Sunday, they don't see you any other day. We run three services, not one. There is Sunday, there is Wednesday, there is Saturday. If you are too far, you can't be part of Wednesday or Saturday. Do you watch online? And when you are watching, not that you are watching and there is a bowl of gari and suya on the table, and amen, and then you throw a meat in your mouth. You go and look at that. You are not serious. Because that's the problem with online. I teach people in the church a lot here. We're having a meeting, and they open their laptop. They claim that they are doing work with their office. And I'll be like, I will tell your boss now that our church will day, not office. Because they will be answering. P. Josh and Co. Be answering in a meeting. And so they will mute. You know, you, you, all of you, you know how you do it. You mute. 
and then only when you want to talk, you put it on. And they think you are part of the conference. This is an important decision in your office. And where are you? You are watching Netflix or one uh, stuff, or you are talking with some other people. I saw someone in church one day, and they put it on speaker, he muted himself, put what the man was saying on speaker, and he walked away like three meters away, talking to somebody else. So when they said it was his turn, he ran. And he said, hey, so you know, this is the, and he was beginning to strategize. <laughs> oh, shall we rise? I want to stop. You see, I made a pact with them that I'll be finishing my sermons early. So, because of that repentance, I am now a man in Christ. All things have passed away. So, I said I will keep to time. So, I made a deal that once it's 9.30 or 10 or 11.30, I will stop. And I will continue the following week. So, since you are going to be alive by the grace of God, and I will be alive by the grace of God, and by the mercy of God, we will continue next week. I'm going to look at the fourth one. That's where we start from. Or maybe we'll continue on Wednesday. Is somebody with me? I appeal to you. I appeal to you. I appeal to everybody listening to me. Start coming for prayer meeting. Start going to household, join them to pray. It's 45 minutes. Service on Sunday, if you're only for second service, only for first service. Prayer meeting on Saturday is one hour. Cell is one hour. Where is the service? One hour, 30 minutes. Put all of them together in a week. They are not up to 10 hours. His commandments are not bodysome. They are not bodysome. Women listening to me, you will sit under somebody making your hair for hours. I am telling you, if you are interested in spiritual things, there must be effort on your parts. There are some Saturday mornings, sincerely speaking, I'm feeling dizzy because I've done vigil on Friday. But by the grace of God, I'm wise enough to understand. I shouldn't even depend on just my own prayer. Wherever people are praying that are my people, I join them. Every Sunday leaders pray. Every Saturday. If you don't see me in Saturday prayer meeting, I am not in Lagos. Why should members of church praying and me, I'm lying down? Under this day that I do, I, if I had done vigil on Friday, where prayer ends by 8, I can go and sleep after 8. I had to correct that one time. There was a time drama was preparing. They would call me a drama, we have meetings. All night to prepare for drama. And the drama will end by 5. The answer will end by 5.30. And they will start going home. And there's prayer by 7. What is important to you? I've had to address even quite one time also. Riaza starts after prayer. I mean, some of them come after, they come for Riaza, not for prayer. No, my people. Men ought always to pray. Not sometimes. Always to pray. I'm satisfied only coming for prayer meeting. I go for prayer meeting where I'm not the one leading prayer. I don't lead prayer on Saturday. I need to pray. We will start with what Jesus said about Peter. Some of the things that the devil is planning for you can be aborted ahead of time. Like Jesus said that, Satan desire. Some women, young ladies here who are listening to me, the devil has planned barrenness. They will never need to pray about a child. Long before they get married, in the place of prayer, everything has been dealt with without them even knowing. 
Satan might have planned premature death and he runs in the family. By 50, by for some somebody, the father goes. As you are in the place of prayer with other believers, he's taken care of without your knowledge. You are 75, you are still basking, bouncing in health. He says, Simon, Satan is planning it. I can see it. He said, but I prayed for you. The evil in it is removed. It's removed. So, as some mothers are praying, you are praying away a guy that will cause your daughter to take. Prayer is beyond, beyond asking God for a car, need the house. It's a life that we live. We breed prayer. The word suffocates a Christian without prayer. So it's the oxygen that we have. This system is being governed by our adversary. When it's time for a Christian to get a contract, he wants to make sure if you bribe like God, then he will pave the way because that way you are worshiping the God of this world. It's a system that is anti your belief. So the only way we make way, we rule by force, not by negotiation. That's why we pray. There is a way you enter an office, the, what follows you in is so strong for the demon there. Men ought to pray. As I was praying, this issue of marriage came to me. You will not imagine a child like where people are sharing the word of God and others are having beautiful marriages, some are having, and what shows it many times is that, I'm not saying they are bad, but please hear me. It is that kind of nature that prayer should suppress that arises. Naturally, every one of us is stubborn. Everybody is selfish. Everybody can be lustful. Every man, most men are. But there is a way that prayer destroys those things. And regularly as the thing is trying to rise, prayer cuts it off, cuts it off. That's when a man is compa has compassion for his wife. Even though they've been married for years, he doesn't now call her woman. Adam started that as if he didn't know her name. The woman that gave us me. And people still do that now. Before marriage, she's darling, dear, sugar, honey, and which one again? Meat pie, and shawarma, whatever. <laughs> but after marriage, she becomes woman. I'm running out of patience. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody blessed? <laughs> Father, we thank you for your word. Help us to be doers and not hearers only. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now, you can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.